2: Learn more at slash papertarian.
3: Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. vacation. Give me a golf course. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're Time for chill vibes. Beach, yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin.
5: Part of the theme song is is instrumental and part of it is sung by Ellie Kemper. And every single time it's better and better. It doesn't get any better than that because we're live. This is our first live taping here in New York City. Live in New
4: York City at the Hard Rock Hotel. The Hard Rock Hotel. Oh, my God. (laughs) You guys, Scott, New York City. I hope everyone had a great week. It's been a crazy week. Scott, was there anything from the week specifically that you loved?
5: Ellie, there was. Okay. Because the thing is, I live in Los Angeles, so I had to come out here for this taping. Sure. Been in New York for a couple of days now. Brought my family. We may have made a mistake. On Friday night, we took them to see... Back to the Future, the musical. Last night we went to to see Harry Potter, and tonight they're going <laughs> to this show. So I mean, I don't know if it's gonna love to that.
4: We're gonna but, deliver it.
5: But here's what I loved, and I didn't expect to love this, Ellie. Sure. Watching ice skating. <laughs> When's the last time you and I? Ice- we went to Rockefeller Center, guys. We paid a million dollars to <laughs> skate in Rockefeller Center. Yes. And is there an experience in the in life? Where, where there's so much joy is derived from eating sh- Oh. The, 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 they just, everybody's
4: falling down constantly. For a second, Scott, I thought you meant you were like consuming Fritos as you watched the people skate. That's not far from the truth. Yeah, yeah. But I was watching said, everyone else. You were watching everyone else, but you said eating sh- right?
5: No, yeah, no, I meant falling down. Falling I down. Mean, yeah, and yeah, yeah, also
4: yeah. apologies to your, he does not normally talk that way. He should not be talking, but in front of your children, But you mean watching them? (laughs) It's the mom and me. (laughs) Watching them fall. Watching people fall. Everybody falls. I mean,
5: practically everybody. There's 10% of people who are awesome at it. Yeah. And they've never been happier. Right. They're just zooming around, stopping, skidding. Yep. They're impressed with themselves. And guess what? I'm impressed with them, too. Yeah. Kudos. Yep. Everybody else falling on their (laughs) ass relentlessly.
4: (laughs) And loving it.
5: Ellie, yeah. can you ice skate?
4: I'm not bad at ice. I was waiting for you to ask. <laughs> I am sort of like, good at ice skating. I
5: expected that, and I expected you to be very proud of it. Are yeah. you the one who's like skidding around?
4: Skating around? I'm skidding. in the 10%. No, You're no, in I'm ten, in the 10%. Young. I'm hmm. good out there. I'm very good at rollerblading. It's funny you brought this up because I was, like every young person, semi-obsessed with the Winter Olympics and watching the figure skaters.
5: Yum. What was what, what, it?
4: Chrissy Yamaguchi. Is yes. Think, yeah. yes. She was the Whoa, best. we got a big Chrissy Yamaguchi audience tonight. I, you, did you do this? It's so delusional. But I thought, oh, if only I had been out in the rink, I, too, could have... Uh, uh, grown to that level i could have gotten to the ranks of so professional do you skater so what think went
5: wrong what would you need to like if you back to the future did yeah. if you were in the delorean and you went back yep. what what's the one change it would have taken for you <laughs> to have to have been an olympic figure skater
4: one ice skating lesson yeah <laughs> i would have begun to take an ice skating because i i never it just went skating at parties but i thought i was very good at it
5: and and ellie it's more than just a love i'll tell you the truth it was a little bit of a life lesson tell me because they were on the ice I think that's what you say yeah,
2: yeah my two the children
5: they're yeah. on the ice for a full hour Oof. they fell about 60 times
2: <laughs>
5: <Jenny>. <laughs> I think you may hear my daughter that's, yep. <laughs> and it, guess what by the end of that hour they could skate oh <laughs> so I was very impressed my, my daughter kept falling. My, my son fell on his butt. My daughter kept falling on her knees, Oof. Uh, which seems like it would hurt a lot more. And every time she would skate by, I'd be like, how are you having fun? You having fun? And she'd go, I hurt my knee really bad when I'm having fun. And then by the end, she hurt her knee so badly, she was just streaming tears But we were like, do you want to go again? She's like,
4: yes, yes, definitely. And if that
5: isn't the way to approach life, I don't know what is. I don't know
4: what is. When you fall down, of course you have to get back up. That's exactly what Jenny and Jack did. I envy that they had that experience today. It teaches resilience. It teaches resolve. And those two children are personifying that.
5: I hope so. Yeah. Was there anything in this week that you loved, Dylan?
4: You know what? My four-year-old had a cold all week. I was not expecting to talk about it, but here I'm (laughs) revealing he had a cold. And he was home from school all week. And that change. while at first I was, oh, now I got to reschedule everything. Then it was just like the pandemic. Suddenly you're home with children spending time that you didn't expect to spend together. So it was nice.
5: I don't, I don't want to jump the gun on things that we love or don't. But wh- how do you feel about being sick yourself? Oh, I'm talking a mild cold.
4: Yeah, I think, you know, I love it. Who,
5: who, doesn't, who doesn't, in their heart, love a mild cold? And
4: you mean, is it mild enough that you are at home and you can cancel events because it's of exactly it? It's exactly
5: mild enough for it to be an excuse for you to get out of anything you don't want to do.
4: Absolutely. Just enough to keep you out of commission, which yeah. is great. Yeah,
5: yeah. You know, just an excuse to stay in bed and like have other people make food for you and yep. watch TV and yep. streaming. That's like what I desire. Yep.
4: Yeah. I know. Do you ever, ever try to catch a cold from someone? Like, <laughs>
5: <laughs> No, I have Like the chicken pox strategy? Yeah. No, I haven't. Maybe I should try that. Well, you might try. Have you
4: tried it? Well, leading up to weddings that I didn't want to attend, you know, <laughs> suddenly it's like, oh, I don't like sidle up to people on the subway. But if someone I know who's close to me has a cold, I don't not stand near them or kiss them. <laughs>
5: Have you ever faked a cold?
4: Uh oh, faked an actual cold
5: to get out of something.
4: Um, no. But do you? Uh, no, no,
5: I don't believe it for a second. Well, no. But do
4: you mean like texted, "I'm feeling under the weather," or do you mean like talking like you have a cold?
5: <laughs> well, now the fact that you had such felicity talking like that, I think you've definitely <laughs> done it.
4: but remember, I'm an actor, Scott. I can, I can, I can, tra- I can disappear into my cold characters <laughs> like that. Do you have a sandwich? <laughs> Sorry, that's me with a cold asking for a sandwich. Do you have a sandwich I could have?
3: true uh, <laughs> so, so
5: <I> <laughs> that's that seems like a pretty unconvincing i you had me until the sneeze no, I've never have you i I faked a cold i well probably all the time. I mean, come on, I mean, in my twenties every every hangover was a cold <laughs> yeah right 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 but right. but uh. I have a vivid memory now. Now kids plug your ears. I had a vivid memory of when I was probably 10 and I tried to fake, a, I, I had a cold, but then I got better and I didn't want anyone to know that I was better and I didn't want to go to school. And I have this vivid memory of laying in my parents' bed and they gave me the the glass thermometer and it was under my tongue And as soon as they left the room, I, like, put it up against the light bulb. And I was like, oh, it's going to heat up this thermometer. It took me years to realize that my mouth is certainly warmer than, like, the surface of a light bulb. News
4: to me. I didn't know that.
5: I tried it and then my dad walked in and he caught me red-handed and nev- <laughs> never in my life have I ever been caught so red-handed doing no. anything. Oh,
4: he saw you actually
5: holding the thermometer up to the bulb. It was supposed to be
4: in my mouth and he saw me touching it to the light bulb and I was just like, <gasps> <laughs> Oh no. Yeah. I was on the phone once talking to Layla Merrill and I was, what a dork shiver. I was quoting Ferris Wait, Bueller. Wait, what a what?
5: A dork? A dork shiver.
4: When something's so dorky that you just shiver because of it. It was major (laughs) dork shivers. And I was talking to Layla Merrill, uh, but I was quoting Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and now I can't remember exactly what, but it was like, uh, when he's talking about faking being sick, and I was talking about that to Layla, but my mom was also on the line. I guess she just didn't hang up after I called. So she thought I was faking being sick. This story is coming back to me as I'm telling it, which is why it's not... Fully making sense. She was, your mom was snooping
5: on you and yes. misunderstood the snooping. The, what was your punishment?
4: I guess I was sick. And so she was like, are you actually sick? The punishment was nothing. The punishment was tell me the truth or I don't know. <laughs> you'll go to hell. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> Religious, That's always the
5: punishment it's of always Catholics, a punishment. right? At the end of the day.
4: Speaking of no punishments, this is our segue always. We say the last word that we just said. And then we say, speaking of. Joy. All right. Okay. Speaking.
5: Speaking of life lessons, we're going to bring on someone outstanding <laughs> who's going to teach us a whole bunch of life lessons. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> uh, she's a brilliant, hilarious comedian, Sam J. She's an Emmy-nominated writer, stand-up actor, and producer. Sam wrote for Saturday Night Live before creating and starring in her own television comedies, Pause with Sam Jay and also Bust Down. Her first HBO comedy special, Sam Jay, Salute Me or Shoot Me, came out this fall and is available to stream on Max. She also stars in the hit Netflix movie, You People. And Sam is here to talk about her love of TV sitcoms. Let's give Sam a big warm welcome.
4: Welcome, Sam. Uh, hi. Thank you so much for being here. There's a lot more swearing on this show
6: than I expected.
4: Oh, I'm relieved. And yeah. In this spe- I know, that was actually... There was much swearing happening. until
5: I came on stage, which is ironic. <laughs> which is also since, shocking Since my children are in the audience.
4: But you were in New York, you usually live in Los Angeles. You Maybe you felt like, I don't know, gritty New York City. Ooh. You just mm-hmm. had to like get a little, start get swearing. Some <laughs> yeah, exactly right. My mom's listening, she's like, and now you're <laughs> no, I, I, we are Catholic, but I'm not going to because I said it. I went to Catholic school. Oh, see, you yeah. did. Mm-hmm. I thought that you did. I did. Are you I'm still? i from
6: Boston. I went to Catholic school from the time I was in, like, candy garden until eighth grade when I graduated. Oh. I couldn't go to any... Ca- I was so bad. <laughs> I was very bad. I was a bad kid. What did you do? Uh, I used to mess with the nuns and just disrupt the system. Okay. And... uh <laughs> I became like notorious within the Catholic community. Yep. And so I was gonna go to this <laughs> Catholic high school. I went for the interview, and they were like, "Yeah, we know who you are, <laughs> <laughs> oh my and we're gosh. waiting for you." And I was like, "Oh no, I can't go there." So then I was like, "Maybe St. Mark's," and I got the same response. And so I kind of like was blacklisted from the the Catholic school network. Of Boston, and I ended up having to go to, like, a suburban public school.
4: Wait, that—I didn't even—how is such a—I mean, it happened, so it clearly was possible. I Can you name a few of I the I used pranks, to do but- a
6: lot of stuff. I used to do a lot of stuff. I, I One, I was just, like, inquisitive, but I would yep. purposely, like, push the priest, sure. like, and stuff like that. You know, you had religion classes. Did you, go, yes. to school, so, you know. go to Catholic
4: school? I didn't go to Catholic school, but I did go to Sunday school. Okay, so, yeah, so once yeah week.
6: every week in Catholic school you have religion, and, like, every week you, you have a religion book, and you do, like—it's like religion workbook. It's really dumb
0: When you think about it
6: It's like Jesus died on A, the cross B, a (laughs) rock C, a spaceship And you're like Eh, the cross You know what I mean (laughs) stupid But (laughs) We were in religion class And the priest came And he was talking About the disciples And how they could Only be men And I was like Why? And then he was like Because And I was like Well, what if it's a trans man, and, I, and the priest did not like that, so <laughs> I got in trouble for it Yes, I used to like go into the church and I would dip my hand in the holy water, now that like it burnt me.
4: <laughs> I
6: used to do stuff.
4: Did anyone laugh? like? That's funny. Did yeah, but, anyone laugh? like the kids the would laugh. laugh? The kids would
6: laugh, <laughs> but the nuns would not laugh. They would not laugh. I also went not confess and they didn't like that. Like they. Would, <laughs> Oh, They would make me go to confession and I'd be like, I don't have nothing to say. <laughs> and they knew I was bad. <laughs> they were like, you do have things. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm fine with all my decisions, actually.
4: They're like confessing for you. They're like, well, what about the time you're like, yeah, that happened. That was fine. <laughs> I would make up things in confession so I didn't sound as bad as I mean, oh. my things were not. I wasn't, like, pulling pranks, but anything that I did do, as I started to say it, I was like, oh, that sounds like a bad thing you to do. You would edit it. Yeah, I would edit it as I was going. <laughs> so it was, like, only half a sin. You're not, have you been to confession?
6: I've no,
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never been to confession. One
6: time, this is so crazy, right? So, you know, you go in the box and you can't see him and he can't see you, and that's the way to make it easier. But I wouldn't say anything, so they made me, like, meet with him in the... <laughs> in the rectory so he could like face me because <laughs> they were trying to break me and he was and he's like do you still have nothing to say and I was like no
4: so are you a practicing catholic now no, no. <laughs>
6: Ellie said that and I don't
5: know if you can see that with just the, the, the subtlest edge. So, are you uh, are you one of the
4: I, I, as someone who is raising her two boys Catholic? I'm like, can we uh, bring you back? <laughs> Okay, first of all, I'm still impressed by just the Boston Archdiocese having it together enough to be like, do not let her into yeah, our Catholic schools, really. but they were organized. It was the
6: best for both of us. Yeah,
4: exactly right. It was mutual. At the end of the day. What is it? A conscious uncoupling. <laughs> um, Sam, sitcoms.
6: Yeah. And what
4: do you love about them? I I love TV,
6: yep. one. I'm just like a TV head, kind of raised in front of the TV by my choice. Like, I used to tell time by the television. Like, I knew what time it was by what was (laughs) on TV. Right. One of those kids. So I like all types of TV, but sitcoms, they just feel good. Yeah. Even when you know the laughs are coming and you know when, you know, setting you up to laugh, when you do get that release, it still just feels so good. And there's something so just basic humanity about it it's mm-hmm. just like these are our real drivers we just like we want to be loved mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to have friends yep and it really just hits our core yep and that's why i love them they're great
4: i kind of think like the more formulaic almost the better because that's the comfort yeah. so it's like you said it's like you know when the light le- you can like feel yeah the build it's up, like married
6: when- with children and like you know al bundy flushing the toilet <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah. like you know when he's going to flush it and you know he... But then you laugh yep. every time and you're like, yeah, he flushed it. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what were some
4: of your favorite sitcoms growing up? Oh, uh, I watched
6: so much television. <laughs> I, I, mm, I liked Small Wonder a lot as a kid. <gasps> yes. Hold up. I, I, Whoa, Small Wonder, is that back. the
5: one with the little baby robot?
6: Yes. She wasn't a baby. She was a teen, preteen. Okay, preteen. Yeah, I would say a strong 11. <laughs> Vicky the robot was at least 11 years old.
5: Uh, all right. Did you watch it? <laughs> I, 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 well, I watched it enough to know that it's about a
6: child robot. I just, I just, yeah, it's about a child <laughs> robot that the father built, and then he brings it home, and he has a son around Vicky's age, and then they become, like, friends. But it's about, like, this robot processing all this, like, regular preteen stuff, like, They try to get her to join a gang and smoke cigarettes. It's like, what is Vicky going to do? Is she going to join the gang? You know, like they would just keep putting her.
5: (laughs) That's a very strong
6: 11-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, there was a girl gang. You don't remember that episode? It was a girl gang. They all wore leather jackets and they smoked after school. (laughs) And then Vicky got down with them and she was smoking after school.
4: What is that actress doing now? Do we know? Vicky? Yeah. She wasn't really that second,
6: was, was really like,
4: that was really AI. I, I <laughs> it was,
6: was like, like first me, AI. Was she a time. robot? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It was kind of whack that they would put her in the closet at the end of the night though. I really never liked that. No. You know you yes. remember that? I like, vaguely they would put remember her in that. the closet, yep. like bedtime Vicky. And it was yep. like, that's kind of messed up. Yep. You can leave her out in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like sh- <laughs> she's not (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't was she charging in there or no they would kind of like put her in sleep mode and she'd be like and then they would put her in a closet like a a vacuum you know right
4: right 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 (laughs) Did they communicate with that pyramid? Is that what it was? They were talking about? Oh, no, no, you're talking about another one of my See, that's, favorites which one? out of
6: this world. Oh that was the one where the girl's father was an alien. He oh, lived that's on wh- another planet. <laughs> and she communicated with him through that pyramid. Yeah. How her and her, her mother had sex, they never explained. But <laughs> they never told us really how. Like she just kind of came from space. I don't know. Yeah.
4: That is the premises of the show because now I'm thinking of Alf and all the. That's another one I love. That's another yeah. White family adopts (laughs) strange creature is one of
6: my favorite genres (laughs) of sitcom. (laughs) Actually, I like Alf. I like Harry and the Henderson. Like white family (laughs) 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 takes on thing you shouldn't let live in your house. I like.
5: I have a question about Small Wonder. I don't want to bring it back to Vicky necessarily. Is Vicky masquerading as a regular child or is everybody aware that she's a robot?
6: I think the family only knows. I don't clearly remember, but I feel like when she would go to school, people just thought she was another little girl and that was the whole deal. But the family knew like she was a robot because the smoking episode, that's why they freaked out because it was going to mess up her motherboard. It wasn't... But but like... (laughs) It was fine if she was a regular 11-year-old girl. <laughs> like, this is going to, like, mess you up as a robot. You know what I mean? So, no, like, the people didn't know.
4: Yep. Right.
6: She did wear the same thing every day.
4: That's what I was just... She did. A red, a red dress A red dress with,
6: like, a little doily-looking thing over top.
4: Yep. So why Why that? that- Never changed. Yeah. Do we know the reason for that? Because
6: they only have one outfit for the robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they That's didn't think right. about multiple outfits. Yep. Because it was a guy who made the robot. Yeah, yeah.
5: Was the outfit a part of her? Was she built? Was that just her exterior? or No, no, no. She, no. she had skin removed? and stuff
6: because they would have to take her outfit off sometimes to fix her, like if something would go wrong. Mm. I remember watching. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there are people getting educated about this. They're like, mm,
0: They're yeah, like yeah, that makes
6: well, sense. there is
4: that. It would make
6: sense to take the outfit off. <laughs>
4: Has passed, I feel like Golden Girls reached a level yeah. of like new appreciation. I don't maybe I'm wrong, but it was like I watched it when it was on. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. And yeah. did you? really enjoy it as i did It was
6: fine. Oh. I, I was
4: like really like I was like
6: a kid kid. I didn't like old people stuff. Like if it was old, I didn't want oh. like I didn't want to see it. It was like get it out my face. I'm a kid. Give me <laughs> give me kids TV. Like I was I would check like is this kids programming? If it's not, I don't want to watch it. It got to be about me. Yeah, <laughs> we were like the first generation that grew up in that Nickelodeon era where right. there was a whole like channel kind of like this is all for you 24/7. So I kind of was like, yeah, what do I need to be watching? Old people talk. Right, right. I could watch Clarissa Explains It All or like, Hey Dude or something. Yeah. You know, like, I just, I don't need to be watching these old right. ladies talk. But
4: sometimes when I hang out with my
6: mom, I don't know, like, I like Designing Women. That was like one that I liked watching oh, with my wow. mom. Oh, wow.
4: I never watched that show. You it's, never watched Designing no. Women? No. I warned one. you ahead of time. I was like, no, there will be a lot of stuff that I yeah, won't know about because I'm that. like an alien visiting Earth. and Designing somebody. Women was awesome. yeah.
5: Was designing women on around Murphy Brown?
4: Yes.
6: Because and I used to watch Murphy Brown. I my did. parents
5: were reporters and they just loved Murphy, I love Brown. Murphy Brown. And then Murphy Brown like made a joke about Dan Quayle or something. Yeah. And then it was a national scandal. It was. Wow. I love
6: when TV mattered that much. Oh I know. I love when a sitcom mattered that much. Like you can make like a political statement and it would be everywhere the next day. It's just so much stuff to watch now that sometimes stuff feels less special like it used to be like to be continued and you'd be like oh i can't oh. wait <laughs> <laughs> i cannot wait till next week man
1: yeah. really i missed that
4: but i do remember that and then you had to wait and the joy of having to wait yeah. a week for that designing women were they designers
6: they yeah, were interior designers
4: they were all yeah, empty. Yeah, so, they had a firm. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, in well, the South.
6: Nice. Yeah, yeah, you missed out, baby. Doesn't this sound amazing?
4: Yeah. No, it does sound really good. I, do you, Well, you wouldn't have watched this. I watched a lot of Empty Nest. I did watch Empty Nest. You don't know my life. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I did watch Empty Nest. I like that guy. So okay, see, well, i Empty Nest.
4: Okay, and also just the 10 of us? No, no, that was too white. I was like, okay. I don't care. And there was no, there was no like adoptee.
6: Yeah, I didn't care about that. But I did do like Party of Five, you know?
4: I never watched Party of Five. Party you of never five. watched Party of Five? I never watched Party of Five. I told you. So what I watched growing up. What were up, you doing? I, well, this is the question I always have for my parents.
6: We were all in love with Bailey at one point, and that's what we were doing as a country.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to create a sitcom, do you think? I like, so. Is that something, is that on the That's list? That's something I want to do, for yeah. sure. I want to make yeah. a network sitcom. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be fantastic. I would love to do that. Yeah. I feel like it's so mysterious to me what keeps something on air and what doesn't because I always, my, like, one example of something that I watched growing up, which was Seinfeld, mm. and I always thought, like, that is so unlikely that that would have captured enough viewers, right? right. Because it's so, it's four individuals on the Upper West Side of New York City, like, why would we all watch that across America? But we did. You never know what's going to, like, resonate with people. Yeah, we didn't people. really like Seinfeld. We just didn't have shit <laughs> else to do. We had nothing else. <laughs> so, like, it's Thursday, so, okay, <laughs> I guess so. I don't know how old you are, but did you watch Family Ties? Yes, I,
6: uh, I'm a Michael J. Fox fan. Yeah. I was down with anything. Michael J. Fox, when I was younger and I thought I liked boys, I had, like, a run <laughs> where I was just, like, in love with all those, like, white boys that look like that. I don't know what was going on with me, but I was, like, in love with Fred Savage. I was in love with Ricky Schroeder. I was in love with Michael J. Fox. Like, I was, like, being, like, a little Tiger Beat idiot (laughs) for a while.
4: Did you watch 90210?
6: Absolutely. Okay. From beginning to end. Yep. Me and my friend, did we boycotted it at one point. We took, like, four weeks off because we were mad that Donna didn't lose her virginity (laughs) to David. We were like... This is a conspiracy by Aaron Spelling. He doesn't want his daughter to lose her virginity on TV or whatever. We're done with this. And we didn't watch for like four weeks. We were like, no, this show was unrealistic. (laughs) Because we wanted Donna to give it up. We were like 11. We were like (laughs) living about it. We had to be like 11, 12. We were like pissed. (laughs) I remember that. We were very upset.
4: Well, I have to ask, because now I guess the strike's over. We can talk about anything we want, but I have to ask. I love
6: it. We keep cheering for the strike. We should do Halloween over again so we can wear the costumes Right? Right. We well, can I ask what you're watching now? My fiancé is much like you, and there's about 10 years of her life where she did not watch TV at all. Okay. Like, when I met her, she didn't have a TV in her yeah. apartment. Yeah. She just read books and, like, listened to music like a dork. But... <laughs> Now, this is like our first time consistently living together. Yep. And I have a TV in every room. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now she's like a TV junkie. I feel kind of bad. I feel like I hooked her on a drug. <laughs> you know? I do. Sometimes I see her and she's been in front of it all day. And I'm like, I did something awful. <laughs> she was so much better without this. But she <laughs> has never seen Scandal. So she, I know, right? That's how I felt. So she's been watching Scandal, and I'm so jealous because, one, she doesn't have to deal with the commercials, and she doesn't have to wait weekly. So she's, like, powering through it. But it's been fun because she'll just blow up my phone all day. She'll be like, what? Jake, I hate him now. I love Fitz. Oh, my God, they stole Olivia? And I'm like, she's just having the time of her life, you know what I mean?
5: <laughs> Scandal's phenomenal. The thing about Scandal is that when you thought that it could not top itself, it it did scandal again and again and again and again how many assassination attempts and i cared every time
6: i cared every time oh you know oh no not this time (laughs) it's good it's just good tv like that's what good tv does you know it's dumb you're like i don't care this is all unrealistic but get her back from saudi arabia yeah (laughs) she can't be there (laughs) <laughs> well,
5: the, 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 the thing that was so, well, one of the things that I admire about the show is that it balanced those stakes with also just like, who's hooking
6: up with who? Yes, yes. It because was sexy. It's that there's a the show. I more- wanted Jake and Olivia to be having sex all the time. Eddie, I was just like, have sex now. Why are you talking still? It was
5: like. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen uh, a show called Designated
6: Survivor? No, I haven't. Do they do the fast talking like scandal? Like you're gonna think that you can do this tonight, but you cannot do this tonight because I came over here today to let <laughs> you know that you will not be there tonight because the president actually has been moved to another location. Like do they do that? talk? No, designated survivors that nearly as smart as scandal. I like
5: a that. Smart, a so I like, it's, it's that. A pay I like that fast
6: talk, real fast.
4: Stuff. no matter what they're saying, <laughs> no matter what goes does down. not matter the content of what they're saying. I just have to bring up yeah, something, which is did. that you worked on Saturday Night Live for a while for three seasons. Another, for yeah. three seasons. <laughs> Not a big deal. And you knew my husband's a writer and he worked there while you were there yeah. too. And my husband's name is Michael Coleman. Yeah. And, he's brother, and he adores you, of course. I love you, Coleman. Oh, I wow. do. He's he the best. always, I mean, not that you haven't always loved him, but he has always loved you. <laughs> he's and great. Am I putting you on the spot if I ask you to tell him no, that? Okay. No, not at all. Okay. So uh, <laughs> her husband used to
6: have this habit at work when we would get our residual checks. He would try to look at other people's checks. (laughs) Uh, He would do this a lot. Like, we've caught him on several occasions. Um, And, like, me and my friend Gary Richardson, who was uh, my writing partner on the show, we would, like, really, like, be relentlessly, like, you have a problem and this is sick. (laughs) Like, why are you doing this? Why do you need this? Like, what is wrong with you? And if you know Coleman, he's a... I don't know how to explain his personality. Strange. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's
6: not like a get in your way strange. No, it's a quiet, strange. It's a quiet, <laughs> strange. And, and if you want to get it, you got to kind of rustle the leaves <gasps> a little bit to see yes. like what's going on. Yes. And so he would just respond like, I just want to know. And we'd be like, what does that mean though, bro? Right, like, right. why do you want to know? Right. And then he was leaving to pursue other endeavors. And me and Gary were like, yo, as a gift, we should take one of our residual checks. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you digitally deposit them and we should frame them and we should give it to Cohen as a <laughs> parting gift. So we did that. We framed two <laughs> checks and we gave it to him. And he was truly so happy. Went- like, <laughs> the reaction when he opened it and got to see... And the, he just smiled, and then he like held it, and I was like, mm. <laughs> "This really mattered to him." Yes.
5: So wait, was the joy the thoughtfulness of the gift, or was it finally knowing? Was the it mood- was
6: we gave it to him not in a kind way? We were like, "Here, Coleman you sick." Yes. <laughs> get what you
4: need out of this that's exactly right and I don't know if it's like a curiosity of like oh what do other people I don't know what's no, behind no he wants that. to know that he's making more money that's it that's it
6: that is all that it is it's, it is 100% yeah. that he wants to be assured that he is making more, more money yep
4: <laughs> yep and he characterized that gift as the greatest gift he's ever received and that and you guys have a child and we have a child we have two <laughs> So, you win. so so you know what kind of man this is. You
3: win.
0: <laughs> Hacks is back for season 3 and so is the official Hacks podcast in each episode Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow Paul W Downs and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series
4: We're going to play a game that we always play on this show. For sure. It's called Love It or Loathe It. What we are going to do is give you several topics. You're going to tell us if you love that thing or you loathe that thing. There can be no in-between. There's no gray area here, okay? Okay. You're all in or you're all out. And there's
5: a very special twist to this edition of Love It or Loathe It. All of these Love It or Loathe It topics have been suggested by the audience.
4: okay. Okay, Sam, this one's from Nikki um love it or loathe it auditions loathe it
6: why i'm so bad at them i'm so bad at auditioning i'm so uncomfortable it's so weird and awkward i don't know what to do with myself i've (laughs) never successfully done an audition no
4: that has to be you're a hugely successful (sighs) comedian
6: i promise you
4: now, I, did, you audition, did you audition as a performer for Saturday Night Live, or did you, I auditioned, you were always a writer?
6: I auditioned as a performer, and then I got a writing job, because that's how I auditioned. What was your... <laughs> bad.
4: Well, I also auditioned for Saturday Night Live, and I did not get offered a writer job, so well done. Wait, what did you do as your impressions for Saturday Night Live? I didn't do any, but they knew I wasn't going to do any, because uh, okay. I don't do
6: impressions. I just did set-up. It was actually it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. <laughs> I think you love auditions. I don't, no, yeah. no, no. I no, hate auditions no. I like, every time I've gone to an acting audition, I, I, it, I
4: it's awful. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. And it's, feel. it's artificial because you're like, it's so in a room. weird. You also, it. like the lady in the, the room yeah. is
6: mean. That lady is mean, bro. I've never had a nice one of them camera lady people that just are there for you to do it in front of. They all been mean as hell. And why? Don't they want the best product? Right. It's like they automatically take you out of it. You know what I'm saying? They're like mean like the Matilda lady mean. Yo, for real, real quick. (laughs) I I went to an audition once for a cartoon called Craig in the Creek that's actually out on Cartoon Network and I was supposed to be Craig, and he's like a seven-year-old boy or whatever. And I go in and read the voice, and they're like, you did great, Sam, this is awesome. And then I walk out, and there's a seven-year-old boy sitting in the lobby. And I'm like, why did you play this game with me? Like, what sense, what the hell are you doing? You have adults competing with seven-year-old kids for the role of a seven-year-old kid? That's so crazy. Cause now I'm like, I hope this kid don't get it. It's like, I don't need to be thinking that about a child, bro. That's nuts. That's the game. That's the game, you know? Like, no, man. I don't like that. <laughs>
5: love it or loathe it, Sam. Suggested by Molly out in the audience. Gazpacho. Oh, wow. It's a chilled soup, I think, from Spain.
4: Is it? Is it? Is it always tomato? I don't, I don't know.
6: Love it or loathe it, Sam? You
4: gotta no, pick one. No, I love one. it. I love it. Oh, I'm you big, do I love it. it. I don't like soup. I hate soup. Hell yeah. I don't, even when I'm sick. I don't even like soup. Rich, I, don't I don't want, want it. Right.
6: My fiance doesn't get it because she loves soups. So she's is always she? trying to like put some soup on me. I'm like, I don't want it.
4: I feel sick after having soup. I don't soup. like soup. It's just like, it's just a big
6: bowl of hot stuff. <laughs> I it's know. like, I don't want this. There
4: was one bowl of soup I liked and it was matzo ball soup when I had COVID. And that like healed me from the inside out. It was I, the bone guy. I got gone. my one soup too. What is it? It's like a coconut curry like soup. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's the only
6: soup I like. Yeah. But no, otherwise it takes so long. First of all, I don't like hot food. I like my food to be room temperature. So does Michael Coleman. I don't like to eat my food hot. Yeah. So it's just like labor to eat yep. soup. It's oh, like, oh,
4: I know. And the worst is when you are already sick and, and you're told to drink, eat chicken noodle soup and it's like repulsive to yeah, you. And they claim yeah. it's fine. But you have to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And worse than that, a chilled soup... No, just
6: sounds crazy know, Chilled
5: soup seems awful. It
6: seems like, why are we even playing soup games? No, exactly. No, take we a all, bad thing, make we it all worse. I agree that we love gazpacho Sorry, what Sorry Molly.
5: Molly. Ooh, I, hope she ha- I hope she's a loather. Sam, love it or loathe it. This is from Zoe, Star Wars. Love it.
6: This is people who know the stuff I like. It's got to be. You're a big, you big Star
5: Wars fan? Yeah, I'm a huge Star
6: Wars fan. I knew Star you were Wars a Star fan Wars fan. Because, fan. because I, I like space stories, but just not, not nerdy Star Trek ones. I like cool ones. <laughs> All right, uh, cool space stories. Yeah. Well, what makes Star Trek nerdy and Star Wars cool? Star Wars, Wars is cool? cool. It's like, hey, there's a battle going on in space for people's humanity and souls. We're going to get it in and cut people's heads off with swords, shoot people, steal babies, do what we got to do. And then Star Trek is just like science, 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 science. yes. yes. Science, science 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 yep. one slow ass fight science fair enough alright I'll take that I'll take All right, last
5: one Sam love it or loathe it suggested by Jenny who I suspect is my daughter but don't know Ooh. cowboys oh, I like
6: this one it's a complicated one Jenny oh yeah because I don't like, like, how, like, good cowboys. Like, I'm not, like, a Clint Eastwood. Or, oh. Yeah, like, I don't like a good cowboy that's yeah. like, I'm just here to do righteous stuff. Right. I like a, like, a bandit. But bandits could still be cowboys.
4: Yes. Yeah.
5: So, I love it. Okay, good. Love cowboys.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You won the game.
6: Sam. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Sam, thank you so much thank for being you. Here. Is there anything th- that you want to promote while you're... Uh,
6: I have a special out on HBO. It's called oh, Salud Me or You should check it out. It's so fun. So good. Uh, you can stream it on Max. And that's it. Yep.
4: Sam J, thank, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you. It was fun. Thank
6: you.
5: Thanks for listening to Born to Love. We'll be back next week with brand new things that we love.
4: We want to hear from you. Leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and tell us what you love. We might even ask one of our guests in an upcoming Love It or Load It.
5: Born to Love is hosted and created by Ellie Kemper and Scott Eckert.
4: Our executive producer is Aaron Kaufman. Our producers are Sheena Ozaki and Zoe Denkla.
5: Born to Love is part of Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network in collaboration with iHeart Podcasts. Special thanks to Han Sani,
4: Rachel Kaplan and Adriana Cassiano,
5: Michael Fails, Alex Coral, and Bahid Frazier.
3: ends June 30th, 2024.